This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to the Dream Team Tonic Podcast, episode number 84. I'm Tony, and with me this evening, as usual, is Ben. Are you there, Ben? Hi, mate. All right? All right, mate. And James, are you there? I'm here, bright and dandy, Tony. No booze for eight days now. Hey, new man. New man, you like me. I saw this lifestyle kick going on around here in the tonic. Ben, have you got a beer in your hand? I have actually no. <laughs> <laughs> We're all like team tonic mug. Ah, I'll there have we a cup are. of tea. Cup of tea. Um, this is hot off the heels of a, a nice little question and answer session we've just had an hour with the patrons. Uh, cracking little, cracking little session that is. Um, really, really good to pick some brains of our fellow members in there and um, some of our patrons. If you're interested in getting involved in the question and answer sessions, getting access to our articles, early access to the pods and other things, and you want to just just show your love and a bit of support for what we do, uh, get yourselves to patreon.com forward slash dreamteamtonic. It's appreciated. Um, right. On to our teams, guys. James, you're first up again this week. How's it going, mate? Yeah, I've had a few decent half decent weeks but this this week so far has been a bit average um obviously with Chelsea conceding a late goal Arsenal not doing particularly well um yeah it's I've got 24 points um a Kepa was on star man again until that goal went in I think um so it went from like 13 points to three um Cancelo only got me three Simicast didn't come on Cucurella got hooked, and it's uh, quite in in the first half of the game. Second um, time, isn't it? Sorry, second time he's been hooked early doors. I think he got hooked at half time against Villa as well. Yeah, apparently it was purely tactical, um, and he was just the man that had to make way. Uh, they did look better after that move, um, but yeah, no points from uh, Cucurella. Only. Uh, Minus two from Sessignon. <laughs> uh, minus one from Saka. <laughs> nothing from Bowen, nothing from Odegaard, and nothing from Foden. Up front, Kane got me eight, Haaland got me 13. So 24 points in total, no transfers left. Um, yeah, pretty average week. Bowen could get you something tonight, just as we, obviously he's playing as we're recording. Yeah, that's true. Half uh, time zero so far. The, uh, I think the catnapper's uh, got himself a goal, hasn't he? Yeah, Zuma's got, got a goal. <laughs> <laughs> right, on to 19. Um, 34 points for the week, which, yeah, it's just not very, it's very average. Just, like you say, Kepa, three points, down from 13 in the last seconds of the game. So frustrating. Akanji, zero points. Uh, Sessignon, minus two. Dalo, zero. Minus one from Saka. Foden, zero. Mount, zero. De Bruyne did the business this week with a goal and star man. Um, About time he scored. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't think he played particularly well, particularly well either. He's but obviously a great finish. Uh, sneak the star man award there. So take that. Um, Harlan thirteen points uh, with a couple of goals. Uh, Kane customary goal eight points. Jesus zero. Uh, 34 points, 673 in total. Two transfers remain in this side. Um, I think Sessegnon's days are numbered. Uh, Spurs look awful. Um, yeah, so he, I think his days are numbered. United look good, so Dallas going to probably be staying there. Um, yeah, on to your side, Ben. It's been a good week. Very high-scoring week. <laughs> 29 points. <laughs> at, well, looking at the leaderboard, like the teams in the top 10, they're all scoring around 30 to 40 points. It's not really a big scoring week so far. Um, so I've got De Gea in goal, nil point. Saliba, nil point. Cancelo got a 7 rating, 3 points. Emerson Palmieri, he's playing tonight. Um Jared Bowen playing tonight. De Bruyne, 13 points. Foden on the bench. Yeah. Come on in the second half, but not enough time to impact the game. Mount, zero points. Haaland, 13. Martinelli, zero points. And I brought in Bobby Firmino, you know, for the big scoring 5 0 <laughs> win for Liverpool. <laughs> I wanted a piece of Salah. Couldn't couldn't get to Salah without taking out one of my big hitters. So I brought in Bobby Firmino playing number nine up front against Forest. So yeah, nil point for Bobby Firmino. <laughs> so that's my five, that's my fifth transfer. For me, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I brought him um, into a second side as well for me. That's. 202k at the moment, my team. It's not doing too well, my pod team. It's like my f- seventh best team. Uh, how's your rare uh, team doing, Tony? You're, you're up there, aren't you, in the top 10? I'm not doing too well. bad, mate. Um, eighth overall. You've gone up gone up a place then from last week. Yeah, room for improvement. <laughs> not much improvement. Um, it was sat in second. So that United goal went in at 96 minute. Oh. A bit of a stinker, but... So it's quite um, close up there still. It is very close. I mean, I think I was second... I'd have been second by probably, I don't know, 16, 17 points because someone had a big Chelsea block. Hmm. Um, but with that goal going in, I fell to eighth, but I'm actually only nine points off top. So I'm closer than I was last week to the summit. Still climbing, hopefully. Hopefully, by when next time we're having a chat next week, you never know. Might be sat in number one. Fingers crossed, you. Tony. When yeah. Fergie was up there, it took him till it till January to get to the top. I think so. You're doing well to get there that that early, um, and your team value's good. It's looking promising, yeah. mate. Yeah, so steady away, trying to get to the World Cup break um, in a good position. Like you say, value's pretty decent. In comparison up there. So, going to try and, yeah. It sounds all like, I seem like one of these managers, like all these cliche expressions, like I was saying to Missy, he's going to take a week at a time, you know, <laughs> get, get, get carried away, you win nothing in November, all that. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I'm myself doing. But, yeah, we're all invested. Hopefully, uh, hopefully there's a good, successful ending to it. Let's see. Let's see. Let's get to the World Cup and then play around with this wild card. But going good. Going good. Um, yeah, eighth position. Obviously, de- Bowen dependent tonight as well. Obviously, I know there's a couple of teams up there with Bowen. I don't have him in my best side. Um, yeah. Right, lads. On to the list of questions. There's our team sorted. Uh Nice to hear from Andy Barnett. Haaland and Salah will shortly be having a month off to fully recharge so they could terrorise defences after the World Cup. We then have December and January with no European fixture advantage. We can plan our wild, wild cards around this. So, 
Which other three players would you guys think might also have had no involvement in the World Cup that could do very well up to February when Europe kicks back in? Three fresh players. What do you reckon, James? Well, there's a few players that um, aren't going to the to the World Cup. Um, that my top three, I think, would be <clears throat> Mares, Kuzveski mm-hmm. if he's fit because he's injured at the moment, but um, I think he should be back after the World Cup. Um, and Martin Odegaard. Yeah, yeah. got some good shouts there. Yeah, yeah. So, so they'd be nice and fresh, or will they be led on the beach getting fat? <laughs> yeah, you don't know, do you? <laughs> you don't, do you? I mean, I, Pep, there's not, there's a, it depends on how far, players go into the tournament, doesn't it? So yeah. if you're looking at Mares, if all of his compatriots in 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 it sorry, his uh, teammates go deep into the tournament and then Pep might go, Well Mares is rested. He's been back training for a week. We'll yeah. put him in. But we don't really know at this stage. Um I think it's quite dependent on how far teams get into the uh, World Cup really. Yeah, definitely. Ben have you picked out any? Um, yeah, Mares is a good shout. Um, I think my mate James Madison won't be going to the World Cup, he, which is horrendous. He could have, a, I know, he could have a, a good um, run after the World Cup fixtures are all right for Leicester. Um, Skamaka, maybe West Ham fixtures are quite good. I've got Bowen down, but like Bowen will probably end up sneaking his way into the squad. It's a 26-man squad, so it's quite a big squad. Um, Everton have got nice fixtures after the uh, World Cup as well. Newcastle have. So you like Wilson, maybe. Um, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, maybe. Scored at the weekend. If he can stay fit. (laughs) Surely a couple of them are they going to be going? Is Abraham still in the mix to go? Who's the backup to Kane? I reckon yeah. it'd be Tammy, Tony, and and Kane, and then yeah. probably Sterling would be classed as a forward as well, won't he? Yeah, yeah. Wilson's a sneak. Obviously, Everton, Newcastle doing really well. Mm. Um, to be honest, it's all guesswork at this this time. We don't know what's going to happen and. In the World Cup, we don't know who's this. going in going to the World Cup yet. Obviously, like you said, Mares, we know he's not going. Yeah, Mares, I've got Mares in capital letters. You know yeah. what he's like. And if he is, if he is fresh, it could be a could be a danger after the World Cup. Definitely, not on was penalties it, now though. Was it last year? Mares come back. I think it was last year because I was doing. I was. I brought Mares in, and that helped me. Go up, rise up the league, and he he came back from the Afcon, um, and went on an absolute flyer. Mm. Yeah. About the same yeah. sort of timing. They, yeah, they got knocked out, didn't they, in the group stages? Yeah, yeah. She so come back nice and early. Yeah, Mares. Obviously, what did you think about Mares? No, he's not on penalties. Obviously, no, it's, it's in Harland to the penalties. Still a good option, I think. Well, he's reduced a lot in price, hasn't he? Which helps. Um, Makes him more attractive. He's 4.6 million. Um, last year, he got to the dizzying heights of like seven odd million, didn't he? 4.6, yeah, 4. Yeah. that's a pretty decent price, but he's not getting enough minutes for my liking at the moment. We need to, we need some injuries in that side or something like that to get him a little bit more nailed. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Should get a double game game this week though, hopefully, because he started in the weekend, and I reckon he'll play in Europe. Yeah, there's not much um, competition on the right hand side, really, is there? As uh, Foden can play there, can't he? But he has uh, moved him across, but he seems to be more in favour now, Mares, doesn't he? Yeah. What stats are on that? But I know he started the last Alvarez. few. Alvarez. Um. City. Mares has played a lot the last the last few games. 
so I've got him in one of my teams. Been doing all right, but he got hooked against Copenhagen because of that silly red card for Gomez. Ah, uh, yeah. Come off early after, and then did he miss a penalty in the same game? <laughs> yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he missed a penalty and then got hooked. Yeah. Then he spent the bench. He, he sat up bench against Liverpool. And then he played an hour, um, an hour against Brighton. Got yellow carded, then hooked. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not having the best of times, but we know what he can do. He had a good um, week the week before, though, didn't he? Yeah, scored against Copenhagen, scored against Southampton, so yeah. back-to-back goals for him then, so <clears throat> yeah. Option. Like you say, it's, it's that far away, it's, it's a lot of guesswork involved in that. Um, I'm probably no closer to the time, Andy. Just get um, to the World Cup and yeah. then reset. <laughs> Yeah, let's see what's going on from there. Um, and obviously, once it gets to like the last last week or so of the of the tournament, we'll know who's who's back, who's had a nice break. We'll have to pick from there. Right, Lee Hooper, what's Tony's wife going to spend the seventy five k on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, good question, mate. She's already had surveyors round. She'd have to get an extension. Um, it's order to calm herself down. Um, yeah. She's she's got all sorts going through her head. She's she's sat watching football with me, so you can tell she's excited because all, all she does usually is just whinge about how much she hates it. So now she's sat there. She she's she's getting used to all the players' names and stuff, uh, cheering all the all the players, looking at the lineups. So yeah, it's, like I say, it's a bit of a family affair at the minute. Kids are even getting involved. I don't know why my little lad's liking more Salah, but he is. Uh, I'm trying to trying to say who's this guy all and don't need don't need the more Salah, but he's going around singing the more Salah song. So there we are. <laughs> at least you've got a good excuse to watch football now. That's it. That's it. They're all like they're all like playing FIFA, watching the football. So long, mate. Continue and hopefully, yeah, it'd be nice to get that check. Won't take long to spend it. He's at least he's not doing what most kids seem to be doing these days, which is running around. Jumping up in the air, spinning around and going, shoo. Oh, little girl were doing that. At one oh, point. God. I know, they're all doing it at school. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of United fans around around these parts. But yeah. I'm literally banning them in the house, running up and down the dining room doing it. Yeah, get out of my house. Um, right. Um. DT Patrick, how do we best use our transfers in November? Are we targeting points to price rises? With City having three home games, they seem to be standing out option to target players. Um, what do you think of the other outstanding fixtures players to target, if any? Um, and then Baz Bestos, looking at specifically West Ham, who have three home games, Palace, Blackburn and Leicester, and Everton. Leicester at home, then two away games versus Bournemouth in November. Are there any players you would consider from these clubs that have any chance of playing all three games as enablers? Not, I repeat, not Souval. He's <laughs> <laughs> not, not had a, a good experience with Souval, to be fair. As Baz. Uh, yeah, similar questions, obviously. Uh, Baz has had a look at the fixtures picking out at West Ham and Everton. Uh, does it look like he's targeting Leicester there? Uh, West Ham obviously a game against Leicester Everton a game against Leicester It does look like that but um, Leicester have looked markedly improved recently Revitalised Ben's got a smile on his face (laughs) (laughs) It's nice to come on the pod after they've won a few games (laughs) Four clean sheets out of five now Yeah and absolutely hammering Wolves Danny Ward's on Hmm. fire Yeah Fair play to Rogers for sticking by him. Yeah. Yeah, everyone was putting pressure on him to bring in da- Daniel Everson, but he stuck by his man. Yeah. Got to feel good that for Ward, having that backing from your manager. Like you say, there's a lot of pressure building, not just on Rogers' job, but like decisions like that. But, yeah. Still is, not is, out of Woods yet. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, it can all quickly turn that though, can't it? I, a couple yeah. of defeats. Have you got City next? Yeah, Man City next. 
tricky one. It's at home one. as well, I think. Yep. Is it at then, City? No, it's at Leicester. At Leicester. Yeah, tricky game. Tricky Bit game. Of a bogey anybody. team for Man City, Leicester. Are. Yeah, they are. There's been some good performances down the uh, last few years. Uh, what do you reckon of West Ham and, and Everton, Ben? Would you be yeah, uh, obviously in November? Would you be slightly you thought to pick pick out of there? Yeah, um, West Ham got Palace, Blackburn, and Leicester at home. Three home games in a row before the uh, World Cup. So, like you say, Bowen, Skimaka, defenders are very cheap. Um, Everton, they've got Leicester at home and then two games against Bournemouth. But one's in the cup, obviously, and then the other one's in the league. Um, Newcastle, I, I, I'm really looking at Newcastle now. They've got Southampton away, Palace at home, Chelsea at home. Trippier is the star man magnet at the moment. Three mm. three star mans in a row. Uh, Almiron's on fire. And uh, Bruno Guimaraes is not a bad little player either, is he? So we've got some players now. Nice little team. Man United. Yeah. Got uh, Villa away. Villa at home in the cup and then Fulham away. Yeah, I like a load of cheapies in the defence for United and they're looking quite good at the moment. Uh, Rashford's getting the chances. He just needs to stop uh, snatching at them. Yeah. I think a couple of years ago, he was one of the highest scorers in Dream Team. So He's got no Andy Cole. Yeah. <laughs> He's four or five to bury one. Yeah. Yeah, Anthony's good, good little pick as well. So, yeah. What do you think, James? Yeah, well, I... I th- um, Baz asked for some enablers from West Ham and um, and Everton. Um, I, I, I'd still class uh, Scamacher as a, is a is an enabler. He's only three yeah. million still. Yeah. Um, he's do, he's, he's he looks he looks the part. Um, Cresswell's pretty good value at two point four. He's one of he's got a bit of creativity in in his lockup. He's on a few free kicks and stuff. So. Uh, he would be probably be my pick of the defenders. Mm-hmm. Um, Paqueta, 2.6 million. He's looked decent. He's injured at the moment. Um, he's got some neck issue, I think. Um, but when I've watched him, he looks, he looks classy. Um, I, I wouldn't bring him in right now, but um, I would certainly keep an eye on him. Um, yeah. <laughs> Everton just stretching a bit, really. I mean, C- Cody and, uh, um, Oh, what's his name? Uh, former Tarkovsky. Burnley defender. Tarkovsky. I've been doing all right recently. Um, picking up quite a few seven ratings, particularly Tarkovsky. But he's quite expensive, really. Um, so the only player that I would possibly consider, and this is scraping the barrel a little bit, because he's been doing quite well recently. He's been playing well. Um, Lampard's been talking him up. He's 2.3 million. And his name is, guys, have Iwobi. a guess. Iwobi. Yes. Yeah, he scored a JJ, JJ Akocha's cousin. Or nephew, <laughs> wasn't he? He's related. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, nephew, I think it is. Mm. Yeah. What about Anthony Gordon's two million? Midfielder in the game as well. Yeah, I mean, that's cheap, isn't it? Um, I think if you're going to stick somebody like that in, you've just got to stick him in and, and, and not think, not be looking every week and going, oh, he's not scored anything. I mean, because <laughs> yeah. he's True. two million. That's why he's two million. Yeah. But he's playing He's playing up front for, uh, or playing sort of right side of the front. You know, he's, he's pretty high up the pitch. So um, at two million, it's not bad. Um, but you can't expect a lot, can you? from that I think no definitely not and you know there's always the chance he might get sent off for uh, throwing himself in down in the box constantly <laughs> that's it <laughs> got that there's ben, what about Ben Rama at West Ham for them games against Palace Blackburn Leicester 2.8 million he's just one of the players that just he can go off and get an 18 pointer but then he'll just do nothing for six weeks who did it last year didn't he 
Yeah. Yep. Just got to get him at the right time. It's a bit like a cheap Mares. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> the frustrated, frustrated player to own. Um, like like Patrick says oh, in that uh, little group of games, City three home games though. Yeah. That's it's got to got to um got to appeal to everybody that and it? it's very very strong at home. Um, what do you reckon? Would would you be a uh, Howling on more city. Don't know who's going to play in the cup, do you? Um, that's the tricky one, yeah. That's the trouble. Yeah, it's always tricky with City and how they go. You'd expect them to play four or five youngsters in cup game. <clears throat> Mind you, the, the cup games against Chelsea, so they they won't be able to go too weak in that. You know, I know he likes to throw in a few kids and stuff in the in the. Carabao Cup, but it's against Chelsea, so he can, he's not going to be able to do wholesale rotation, is he? No, he won't want to get a hammer in, especially if Chelsea go strong. John Stones is back as well now. So, and Laporte's just come back. Minefield. Yeah, it is a bit of a minefield. Like I said, the other side's probably more, more of a guarantee that. Someone that we starting all three games. But like you yeah. said, you come off the bench or whatever, and you got a clean sheet. It's a nice five points. It's <clears throat> true. Yeah, Even Edison's yeah. not guaranteed all three there, is he? No, he's going to play the reserve goalie yeah, in that midweek fixture. Yeah, you'd expect so. You'd expect so. That leads on to Amon's question, actually. Would you use five transfers at the start of November to bring in five City players and attack them three games before the World Cup? <laughs> Would you do it, Ben? It's a good idea, um, but it just depends on your team structure, really, because uh, you might have a couple of injured players or, or suspended players and you're just going to have to use a couple off the bat straight away and sort your team out. But, yeah, Try and try and um, I wouldn't mind trying to target some city players if you can get them in. You, I, I would imagine Aman's got about six or seven city players already. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> he's right, he's fr- he's a he's in the top 100 as well, like you. Yeah, he's fine, having a good season as well. Fulham, Chelsea, Brentford first three games, and then it's off to the World Cup. I think they're worth. I think I think it's worth it, yeah. especially in the a team you want to just take maybe take a gamble on. Like you say, you might be a little bit disappointed in that cup game that none of them start, but surely he goes. It's going to be strong in them two league games. Um, you're leaving yourself open to getting an injury in that first game and not being able to replace him. But you'd only have you'd only miss one fixture, seeing as the first week's a double anyway. So you don't only really lose the the second league game. It's mm. it's a strategy. It could pay off. Could give you a nice boost going into the uh, cup break. It could give you another five price rises as well. Um, yeah, you reckon, James? I don't think I do do five. I mean, I'm I'm presuming most people already have a fair amount of city players in their teams anyway. So <clears throat> I think five's a bit much. Um, it's an interesting strategy though to bring in some of the maybe more of the fringe players and hope they get game game in the cup. But it, I can't see them whooping Chelsea if that no. cup game was um, against you know um, considerably Stop, le- lesser. Yeah, against Stockport. Hey, yeah. Like hey. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, then I, you know, like I might be more tempted, but. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm possibly one or two, uh, maybe three at push, but um, certainly not all five. Because um, I, I want to be using some of those transfers to target price rises. I think um, my yeah. my team value is not as um, it's. I've got some reasonable ones, but I don't have any pushing the sixty million mark just yet. So I'll probably be targeting price rises. I think with um, with at least a few of those transfers. 
Yeah, just uh, just tie your hands really when it comes to trying to seal those those price rises. Um, obviously, whichever way you're going with your strategy, if you've already got a decent budget, it might be worth the risk, and you don't need the price rises. But yeah, be an interesting one. Let us know if you do it, Aman, and let us know if it pays off, mate. Could hurt though, couldn't it? If like you've gone oh, full yeah. block city defence and they concede in that Chelsea game, yeah, they're going to go down in price. That's it. It'll take a hit on you, on your budget, as well as obviously your points. Yeah, it's a, it's a dangerous game. High stakes, high stakes. Uh, flower pot man, is Zaka better than KDB? It's an amazing run he's on. <laughs> yeah, a little bit tongue in cheek, but yeah, um, he's absolutely flying, isn't he? I think you've mentioned him a couple of times, James, haven't you? Uh, well, that... it's actually Ben that mentioned him oh, first. Ben? Um, Sorry, he Ben. Was, he was um, Ben was talking about Xhaka. He was listening to some Arsenal fans, and um, they were all talking up Xhaka. And um, he posted in the WhatsApp group, "Oh, what do you reckon, guys?" And I'm like, well, "I don't know. I'm not sure I'd do that." And uh, then he scored, and yeah. he's he's been scoring since. I do actually have Shaka in my top team now, um, <laughs> but yeah, it was I can't take credit for that. It was Ben. <laughs> so you you finally came round to the old Shaka train. I did, Shaka mate. Yeah. Shaka well, it, he was so cheap at the time. He's he's got he's he's I've got a few risers out of him now, and I'm gonna looks like I'm gonna be getting another one out of him as well. So. Yeah, he's been a decent pick, and I think he was like two point four million or something. Um, at that price, he's he's outperforming his price bracket. Definitely. Yeah, he's he's decent. <clears throat> Here could Casemiro be the next one like that? I think he's about two point four million. I he's don't got know. a good scoring record in Spain. That's he? Yeah. Centre defence midfielder. Want to want to know? We'll keep an eye on that, Ben. After, yeah, keep an eye on that. I wouldn't jump ship just yet, but uh, he likes yeah. a seven rating as well. Mm. Just, just, just uh, for an enabler, like. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, if when you're shopping like you are in Harrods, <laughs> you don't need to buy Casemiro. That's true. <laughs> That's true. But yeah, he's, he's looked a completely different player on his Um like Ben, I know you mentioned about his more advanced role. Yeah, and his heat map, um, he's, he's right up there. Yeah, like, especially when Party's playing. Mm, yeah, Party um, sits in behind him. Yeah, it's a different player. Obviously, he was always known, weren't he, for a bit of a strike from long range. He had a bit of a hit on him. But now, yeah, he's finding himself in the box and very, very, uh, very good option, the price. Um, been nice we've been on him early right Wady I haven't owned Trippier all season my god he's looking a cheat code right now plus the attacking returns that could follow given his price and no Europe is he still one to own personally I think he needs to be in all season now what's our thoughts lads do you reckon Ben the cheat yeah, code Trippier definitely uh, definitely is now well like I said a few weeks ago I said uh I'll be looking at him for this week coming up with the Aston Villa fixture. Yeah. Um yeah, I know it's a single game day, but then after that then everyone else is everyone's played in Europe then. So then Newcastle have got nice fixtures. They've got Southampton after Villa, Crystal Palace and then Chelsea at home, which you, at home you wouldn't mind them against Chelsea. That's up to the World Cup and then after the World Cup they've got Leicester Leeds, Arsenal away, Fulham at home, Crystal Palace. Goes on, West Ham, Bournemouth. Just decent fixtures. Mm. Obviously, we don't come back into the uh, European games until February. So, it could be a hold all the way through then. Is he yeah. 4 million now? That's a good price. Yeah, let's have a look. Just confirm that price. 4.3 million. 4.3. He'll be going up again as well with eight points. Anyone yeah. got any transfers left? <laughs> yeah. I am looking at him. I am looking at him. He's been a thorn in my side all season. 
as they've been right up there in my top side, it's yeah, it's a bit of a nuisance. Cause even when uh, Newcastle are always in the clean sheets, his ratings are all always up there. Yeah. So doing very well. So he's someone I've got an eye on. I'd say probably go up in price. You probably look at four point six after this Thursday. Um. So potentially four point nine by the time the new transfers come round. Um. What do you reckon, James? Well, I think Ben covered that really well. I mean, the, when the European fixtures are done, um, he's he certainly some someone I would look at. I mean, he's the fourth highest scoring player in Dream Team. Can yeah. you believe that? Um, he's the second highest scoring defender behind Cancelo. Four Star Man Awards, which is um, joint top with um, uh, Thiago Silva, I think. Ten <laughs> seven plus ratings. Only Haaland has more. Um, yeah, he's 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 getting the bonus points. He's he's very. I mean, he's he's very creative player from that um, from that right back slot. Um, he's on a lot of free kicks. Um, somebody. Well, I think we've all slept. We've we've all been conditioned to obviously look at players that are playing in Europe, and uh, he's yep. he's making a mockery of that at the moment. Um, we're on the live Q and A. Uh, earlier uh, that we did uh, for the patrons, um, Flowerpot Man was uh, was saying there's always one player every year that uh, that does this. Last year it was uh, Andros Townsend, and he's he made he had a good point. Um, the difference between and- Andros Townsend and Trippier, though, is I think Trippier could actually continue that run. Yeah. Um, more so than we always thought. Townsend would drop off at some point. I think mm. if I remember correctly, he did, or perhaps he got injured. Um, but Trippier could be with, when there's no European fixtures. I don't see why you wouldn't look at him. There aren't that many defenders outside of Cancelo, you know, that are screaming must have, are there? No. So there's definitely room in our squads for a few Trippiers, I think. Well, the big test will be whether I can break him or not by putting him in my side. <laughs> so he, he might not be able to continue it, but. Yeah, it, it all points to him having a very good season. Um, like I say he's picking up the ratings. He's doing, he's doing what the algorithm wants him to do. Definitely, um, looks good. Looks good. Playing well. Newcastle are playing well. Um, they're a decent side this year. So, yeah, I think we have to jump on the Trippier train at some point. Possibly this week. Um, right, Connor. Has your guys' Premier League top six predictions changed from the start of the season? I can't remember my prediction. I'm guessing we didn't have Newcastle in the top six. No. As uh, Connor is obviously a Newcastle fan. Um, yeah, they're looking, they're looking good for a European spot. It's going to depend on the business they're probably doing, they do in January, but with what I've seen in Newcastle so far this season, if they can steer clear of too many injuries, mm. um, I think they've got a great chance of European football. Possibly not Champions League, but definitely top six or seven. You reckon, Ben? Yeah, I, I think they might just get uh, between sixth and seventh. I'd probably say seventh, but the way the way it's going, you don't. Two three weeks down the line, it'll change. Like look at Arsenal, three three weeks down the line, uh, back back uh, when they played Liverpool and Tottenham, they looked really good. Ever since they played them, they've only scored one goal a game in the last four games. They look mm. a bit stale, but they look still look solid at the back, Arsenal. So, but yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I think uh, they'll just get. I think they'll definitely get top seven. Newcastle, but uh, I think it will be seventh. Yeah, James. Um, I can't remember my exact predictions, but they certainly have <laughs> changed. Um, my, I think I predicted um, well, obviously City to win. I think Liverpool to probably come second or third. Um, <laughs> I think Liverpool are struggling to make the Champions League this year now, um, and I wasn't. Of course, I mean. It, 
Connor, is there any excuse to try and get to get us to talk about Newcastle on the pod? Um, <laughs> I, I do think they're in, a, in with a great shout of European football. Um, I, I agree with Ben probably in that in that uh, Leicester West Ham slot. You know the uh, the sixth or seventh place. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Another from uh, DT Patrick best Sessignon replacement of similar value or just bite the bullet and keep him in a lot of people getting fed up with Sessignon now I do apologise uh, at the start of the season <laughs> he, he started alright though didn't he he was a bit of a bit of a sneaky one he's a good player but he just he, he's plays well he just don't seem to be getting the chances and when he does get the chance, Spurs are shy and they're conceding. So, what do you reckon, Ben? Some good replacements for Sessignon. Uh, bargain basement. <laughs> if 2.2 million won't get you anything unless you go to West Ham defender, which is just like a bit of a sideways move. Uh, uh, well, if you go into midfield, you just go straight at Almiron, don't you? 2.4 million. 50 points he's got so far this season. Shaka's 2.7. He's got 48 points. But yeah, Cresswell's probably your best option. 2.4 million, 22 points. Um, yeah, it's not much really around there. Or you just hold him and make you just concentrate on the better players in your team, the better 10 players. Because he will get minutes for Spurs and Spurs will get clean sheets. Yeah. Okay, James. Well, like Ben said, it really straight scraping the barrel with this one. Um, I gave myself a budget of two and a half million, and Sess is only two point two, isn't he? Just because they, I was looking at the options, and that really weren't that many. Um, <laughs> I had Cresswell down as well, two point four. Ashley Young is actually the highest scorer in that bracket with 32 points, but obviously he's got no European games. Yeah. Um, and he's only 2 million. So he's a proper budget enabler. Um, I probably wouldn't go there, it's particularly with uh, potentially another new... Well, Unai Emery, I hear, is coming in, which is... Uh, evening. Good evening, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> I, I wrote down another guy as well. Ben might be able might be a better person to answer this one. Um, two point four million. Uh, Woutface, sorry, Woutface. Uh, Twenty eight points, second highest in this bracket. Again, no European fixtures, but um, you probably wouldn't want to do it this week, though, eh? No. <laughs> With City. Man City coming to town. Yeah, he's a good option. The old David Lewis lookalike. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, four, four clean sheets in five for Leicester now, so he seems to have uh, stiffened the back lineup. And uh, since Evans is not played, they've seemed to have done better, which is strange. He, he's like taking the leader role in the back line. Evans was the captain, but Evans, Evans is injured, so uh, Marty's come in, and ever since Marty's come on, we haven't conceded. Um, I, oh, sorry, but I, I read earlier today that uh, Evans is 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 fit for the weekend, so yeah. that'll be interesting. What do you think? Do you think he'll play uh, Wout with um, with Evans? I don't know. I he surely he will go back to Evans because he's he's a captain, but um, it'd be harsh on a Marty because like you say, he's had three clean sheets in a row. So, perhaps he, perhaps he yeah. starts on the bench because uh, that would be harsh after, after mm. you know, turning the season around to to a degree at least uh, would be harsh to bring him straight back in. Mm. But he stuck with Danny Ward, didn't he, when he was going through the bad phase? So yeah, mm. uh, it could be a shout um, about obviously Everton um, seemingly revitalised at the moment in this moment in time. Um, play at the start of November obviously got Leicester um, but then the back to back with Bournemouth I know the cup, uh, there's a cup game against Bournemouth and Bournemouth again but Bournemouth lose in Solanke this evening through injury, don't seem to have much in the ways of goals behind him 
Um, so if you are looking for assessing your replacement, maybe just for just for the November into the run up to the thing, Michael Enkel at two point one mil might sneak you a couple of clean sheets against uh, Bournemouth if he does play. Um, yes, one just to throw out there. Never usually uh, talk up an Everton defender, really, but yeah, <laughs> they might get a couple of sneaky clean sheets there before the World Cup. But yeah, it's a, it's a horrible prize bracket to be. Delving around in Anthony Gordon at two million. If you wanted to, uh, or if you had that space to go to a three-four-three, um, yeah, not much else happening down there. Um, Mgu, um, two questions. <clears throat> what do you think is good value for the wild card? Um, you think sixty mil will leave teams in good stead? What do you reckon, Ben? Well, yeah, it's hard to say because it's it's all new. But uh, yeah, I would say sixty mil mil is very good. Um, like uh, Tony here, he's on sixty one point seven. Yeah, nice nice bit of value <laughs> there. And uh, Aman, he must be uh, top of the pops with his values. I was oh, looking on the top hundred. He's got sixty two point five million. He's a rich man. He's the old. Uh, Harry Redknapp of uh, fantasy football, wheeler dealer, buy them cheap, <laughs> sell them high. That's it. <laughs> Bowen, Bowen has just gone off on the 88th minute, and West Ham have just got a penalty. Oh, you're Ooh. joking! And Ben Ram has buried it. Take. That's annoying. Yeah, four four <laughs> minutes after he goes off, I've got quite a few Bowens. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, what do you reckon, James? About the um, the value, mate? Uh, yeah, about sixty mil. That would be great. I think. I think um, I've got one or one a few pushing that. But uh, yeah, I w- I would say that's what you should be aiming for. Um, you get a nice side with the wild card around that sort of price. Yeah, sixty mil. It is the mark. You've answered it yourself, Goo. To be honest, it's. Um... Should have a, a nice side coming out of the back end of the wild card with that. And then number two, Newcastle now to be taken seriously. Big up Super Miggy Almer and it's uh they're taking over these joys, aren't they? Yeah, they're everywhere. They're everywhere, mate. Everywhere. Um yeah. <laughs> I think we've, uh, I think we've uh, touched on Newcastle enough this evening, but yeah, they, they are talking a decent side now, so yeah. Matt Woolley. Harry Kane is second only to Haaland in the Premier League goal-scoring charts this season. He sits in many a top 100 team, including Tony, who I think was ahead of the game. What a nice one. Uh, with decent fixtures before the wild card, is he verging on the most, most is he verging on the must-have second striker pre-World Cup? Um, just about being ahead of the game, I don't, with Harry Kane, Harry Kane, Harry Kane, I think he's that proven in dream team, I don't, I've always just been, you can't leave out Kane. I'd probably go as far as saying Salah as well has been pretty indispensable the last few seasons. Um, yeah, Haaland coming in though, pretty pretty sure he was going to hit the ground running. So Haaland went into every side. I think Salah was the, the fall guy for in a few of my sides, really. He was the one that I took the punt on, really. It could have been Kane had a quiet start and Salah... Hit the ground running. It was a bit of a punt. Um, what do you reckon, James? Yeah, I, I don't think there's there's any doubt in my mind that Harry Kane is the second best striking option to have alongside Haaland. And you and you you probably want a couple of cheapy one a, a cheapy alongside those two, which would be like a Martinelli or a Scavica or something. I, I'm I'm not sold on Salah anymore myself. Um, so yeah, definitely Harry Kane in that second spot. Yeah. What is going on with Salah? Like he, he cracked the code the other week, put Salah on up centre forward, he comes on, scores a hat trick, plays him up front against Man City, scores scores again, and he should have scored another one. And then he plays him on the right wing again against Forest. Like I I don't I don't know why he keeps changing it. What do you think, James? 
You watch Liverpool every week, so well. Um, I th- I th- I, th- I think there's a bit of complacency going on because um, Thiago had an ear infection, so he wasn't playing. Um, and he's we don't we don't seem to play very well when he's not in the side. But to leave Jordan Henderson out as well, um, mm-hmm. who I know he's not everyone's favourite player, but he does improve the players around him, and he is he is our it's captain. Um, and I th- I just thought he thought he could get away with it, and he came on in the second half when it was too late. Um, I think Klopp's been trying to rotate the squad a little bit too much in, in some respects. Um, we don't, you know, we we don't have a huge amount of options at the moment. But to to play um, Curtis Jones, who's just come back from injury, uh, alongside Carvalho and Elliot, you know, uh, I I think we needed um, we needed uh, 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 Henderson in there to to, yeah. to sort of marshal and help out. I think that was a mistake. I think Klopp Klopp cocked his team up team selection up. Um, Get him out. Uh, don't start that again. I'm, I, I'm, I'll be getting more DMs from saying, oh, I can't believe Tony's saying that. I have a word with him. He, he, can't be, he can't be bashing Liverpool every week. So, yeah, we're not doing that this week. To be fair, I do remember it was the first, the, the first season of the podcast. We did lose all the Arsenal listeners. <laughs> uh, we had people refusing to listen. If Tony kept banging on about Arsenal and how shy they were. But we've won them back, and I'm sure I'll win, win the uh, love of the Liverpool fans again. It's, it's one of them. There's just there's just clap that stands between us. <laughs> right, right. Lorenzo Consiglio, stir sling or hold? Obviously, should we get rid of Sterling or not? Sterling were absolutely awful this weekend. Um, United played well. Chelsea were pretty average. Um, Sterling looks lost. He looks like that player that's lacking in confidence again. He's very much a confidence player, Sterling. We've known that throughout his career uh, for England and obviously for City. Uh, when he's on it, he's on it. But he's far from on it uh, in that Chelsea side at the minute. If it's me... My decision, I'd be getting rid. I'd be spending that money elsewhere. Um, what do you reckon, Ben? It's a stir sling for me. Yeah. Definitely. He just, it's just since uh, Graham Potts come in, it just doesn't seem to be as playing as well as he was before. He was getting involved with the goals and the assists uh, under Tuchel, but um, I don't know, he just... It's a bit of a pottery, isn't it? <laughs> With all the different uh, formations he keeps playing, like no one really knows what they're doing yet. They're not yeah. like a world oil machine yet. He needs to get his team sorted out. But I suppose that's what Potter's teams are like. They're all fluid, aren't they? Like they all play different positions. They can change three or four times during a game. It's yeah. Yeah. Maybe Sterling can't do that. Yeah, James. It's a stir sling for me as well. Um, Potter's not playing him in his natural positions. Um, I just don't see him getting enough points. He's been moved around constantly. He needs to play in his favorite favorable positions. I in the short term, maybe he'll adapt. But you can imagine he's he's an England international. He got fed up at City because Pep wasn't playing him. You can imagine he's gone in there. Potter's coming now, coming, and it, Potter's saying, "I want you to play this hybrid wing back role." Can you imagine what Sterling's thinking of that? Um, yeah. yeah, perhaps he's not buying into it. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't. So, definitely stir sling for me. Yeah, get rid, get rid of Lorenzo. He's not doing it. Cue the Sterling hat trick at the weekend, yeah, or even midweek. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, dream team, what's that? Sorry, Ben, it'll be his back, yeah, it will be. Dream team professor, did Miggy Amaron steal Mo Salah's mojo? 
<laughs> what do you reckon, James? As uh, as Miggy stole his his mojo. Oh. Do you remember that Tom Hanks film, Big, where Tom Hanks switches person, their brains switch over and uh, Tom Hanks goes into like a kid kid and vice versa. I think Miguel Aaron has been possessed by Salah and vice versa. (laughs) (laughs) Switch spirits. (laughs) It seems like it, doesn't it? He's uh, got his shooting boots on, hasn't he, Miggy? Yeah. I haven't seen that film, but I've seen Face Off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Swap faces. Yeah. Swap faces. Swap clubs. Yeah. It's um, it's a strange one. He's definitely doing the business at the minute, Almiron. Again, we're back on Newcastle. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. These magpies. Right, on to the cash leagues. Uh, the cash leagues, the uh, league tables. First up, the Dream Team Tonic Cash League. Uh, just a big well done to Andy Barnett for winning the game week 10. Um, £50 prize. That got sent over to you. I hope you treat yourself to a nice few beers with that, mate. Well done. Cracking he went out score. tonight, didn't he, Mr. Mr. Q&A? Went out and yeah, spent he, it. That's it. He were out drinking went it, out for a few he? tapas. Yeah. So hopefully you enjoyed that, mate. Right, top 10. The Dream Team Tonic Cash League. James, would you like to do, do the My business? pleasure, Tony. Uh, in 10th, we've got Stephen Bestwick. 9th, Leah Reed. 7th, Lee Watson. Joint 7th, Leah Reed. Tom Brinley in 6th. Leah Reed in 5th. Uh, Lee Hooper in 4th. Harry Jones in 3rd. Leah Reed again in 2nd. And at the top, Anthony Sutcliffe. There I am. Hey. Bye, bye. <laughs> the right that's team your... in the... Mopping up this year, Tony. Yeah, that's your best team as well, isn't it? The one that's sent, uh, it is. in the world. It is. Um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully I do mop up. That saved me a... Save costs on sending that trophy out. I'll need that extension to fit my trophies in. <laughs> you still got your Euro, Euro All right, d- don't get carried away, Tony. It's a long way. <laughs> it is. See, it's, oh no, it's out at bar. It's out at bar. Um, yeah, it's waiting for its friend. Hopefully. What were you saying earlier? You, the, you, the, you don't win the league in October. You don't, mate. There's a long way to go. It might end up yeah. finishing bottom. <laughs> we'll see. Right then, the Patreon League, top 10. Yeah, in 10th place, Connor Tobin. In 9th place, Tom Brinley, Mixed Nuts. In 8th place, Mark Warner, Marco's Magnificent Eleven. 7th place, Stephen Chook, Paddy from Emmerdale. (laughs) (laughs) In 6th place, JPS Ajax, which is Barry McCormack. Fifth place, Mark McKee. Thomas Tuchel's left ear. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> In fourth place, Jake Bevan. Uh, Cucurella Deville. Third place, Steve Broughton. Cov Patreon 11. Second place, Lee Uting. Hello, you Conte. <laughs> and still top of the shot, Brian Blackett with snort in Lisbon. Happy days, Brian. Holding firm there. That 34th week in a row now for Brian being up there. Um, yeah, and that is all. If you're uh, listening on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Uh, there's a hell of a lot of people that listen to the pod um, and don't subscribe on YouTube. Just hit that button. Uh, a thumbs up would be nice as well. Um, drop a comment below. Any questions? I'll try and get back to you. If you're on Twitter, um, make sure you're following us at Dream Team Tonic. Uh, myself, it's at DTT underscore Tony. Um, James is at James A. Fricker. Ben, at DT Tonic Ben. Uh, give us all a follow. Um, 
you'll um, be able to interact with us on there, a direct message. And obviously for each each episode of the podcast, you can get your questions in on there as well. So um, it's been a pleasure, as always, gentlemen. And we will hopefully be speaking about reaching the summit next week. We'll have yeah. lots of mountain jokes and, and all that, that type, of, type of jazz. So, yeah, see you next week, chaps. See you, chaps. See you later. Cheers, everyone.